0: As a family-owned business, Price Chopper knows just how important saving money is to your family.
1: We're always chopping prices so you can feed your family for less. Welcome back to Preps KC's Football Friday Night, driven by the McCarthy Auto Group. I'm your host, Dion Clisso, joined as always by the coach, Harold Walmsgons, and we are here in the Xfinity Studio, the Preps KC Studio, powered by Xfinity Internet, Count on a reliable connection for all your devices, even when everyone's online. We're our own Andy Meyer now as we do every week in our final segment. And Andy, let's look back at last week and you got to see, uh, you know, there's, there's a middle class in class six in Kansas city. You got to see two teams that are kind of in that park Hill and Liberty. And it goes to overtime and we've had, you know, at least some, you know, Liberty has been in two overtime games now this year. And, uh, and you know, with least some of West the first week. And uh, what do you see out of those two teams? Because these are teams that may not be top seeds in their district. Um, but if you're going to get out of your district, you're going to have to beat one of these teams in some spots. And, you know, the park Hill has the park Hills Oak park in North Kansas city and St. Joe central Liberty, Liberty North are in with the blue Springs and Truman's. Um, so, you know, th- these are teams that if you're a top seed, you're going to have to beat one of these teams.
0: Absolutely. And I think that both of these uh, sort of squads are in the same basket of having to replace a ton of graduated talent. They've got a lot of new faces um, in those positions. I mean, uh, don't, Think there's uh, losing a Simone award winner is kind of a <laughs> kind of a big deal for for Park Hill. You're going to feel that a little bit, as well as uh, you know at least a couple other Division One prospects as well off of off of that uh, very talented, very fun uh, Park Hill team last year, but. Uh, you know they've got some uh, some sort of new faces that have have really stepped in, uh, and the same goes for Liberty. I want to say Coach Fregon said they were starting something like um, maybe they had like eight new starters on defense, and uh, there's several sophomores that have stepped right in mm-hmm. and, and are really playing well for them. Uh, especially that that game was a big, I think, uh, sort of step in the right direction. There's gonna be some growing pains, uh, no matter who you are, anytime you have a lot of new starters and things like that. But you could see even sort of progress or confidence maybe even throughout the course of the game in some of those cases for the Blue Jays, it was very much a fact of, uh, you know, in a back and forth game, I think there were like seven or eight lead changes and went to overtime. Super exciting. Uh, We have sort of come to expect a singular uh, just lead back for somebody who's going to get 300 carries, you know, double digit touchdowns, go for, uh, they've had like, it's something like crazy, like, 14 or 15 years or something with a running back over a thousand yards for Liberty. Now that they're on that. That's how Chad free gun builds that, that team and structures it. Now they've got sort of a, um, you know, sort of dual headed uh, attack there with Andrew Olson and uh, Jackson Hicks. Both of them ran really well combined for over 200 yards uh, between them throwing dominant uh, Dom Revels, who is a, you know, an explosive uh, game-breaking threat and christian gupta is you know a real nice second year quarterback they've got some things going on offense a big offensive line like they always have so uh, they put up i think 35 points or more in back-to-back weeks now and are really starting to to put some things together there made some nice uh, defensive plays down the stretch as well for uh, park hill meanwhile You've got, uh, you know, Gavin Shag goes from receiver to quarterback there, you know, and he's got some playmaking potential for sure. But, man, one of the the best all-around games that I've seen in a long time from Bryce LaSaka, uh, their receiver, he had like 140 rushing yards, I'm sorry, 140 receiving yards and a really long touchdown. It um, was a fantastic play. He ran for one on a short-distance one. And there was even a sort of crazy play uh, that took like something like more than five minutes to figure out what happened where he threw for a touchdown to what looked like an offensive lineman, but was actually like the backup tight end uh, who was just (laughs) in there on sort of a, like a jumbo package uh, where they were just trying to punch the ball in sort of flips it up to him. And it took a a, a long time, and, and good job to the referee crew for getting it right. It's just like it's like illegal touching, or you know, whatever it was. It was like those it alignment. It's like no, no, no. He was the tight end technically, even though he looks like a center or a guard, right? Um, so anyway, d- d- crazy game, and and you could see that I think from both of those teams that they're uh, are going to make strides throughout the season. Uh, there's yeah, again, some growing pains on both of those, but. Um, both of them, I think, when you look toward the end of the year, you get into week 8, 9, 10, and certainly the postseason. Uh, these are two teams that are going to be much improved by that point in the year, and you can already see signs of it, uh, even at this stage of the season. Wasn't there a significant number of lead changes in that game? Yeah, it was wild. I think there were, gosh, what was it? Um, I think the third and fourth quarter, they went... it it was almost going to be one of those, like who, who has the ball less last and that's, who's (laughs) going to win. I think there were four consecutive touchdowns It just back and forth, back and forth, sort of playing ping pong uh, with the lead there. And even within that game, you could see them start to make um, adjustments from a coaching and play calling standpoint and really started, both of them really started clicking as the game went along. Uh, Funny enough, both of them had a possession in the final three minutes and, Then they couldn't score, right? The defenses (laughs) really dug their heels in uh, at the very end. But then Liberty uh, takes possession, comes right down. Uh, Their running game was very, very effective. I think ran for like, um, you know, uh, have it off the top of my head here, um, something like 325 yards. So it really divvied up well um, between. Um, And Christian Kukta ran for 80 yards as well and showed that he can get outside the pocket and make some things happen. So as usual, Liberty is going to base everything around that running attack and then, you know, hit big plays in the passing game off of that. But uh, yeah, it was a a fantastic game to be at. And and like you said, uh, maybe they um, these are teams that are going to you cannot afford to overlook uh, for anybody because they can they've got both of those teams have enough firepower to be able to beat you no matter who they are.
1: This week you've got uh, Oak Park and Platte County should be a good one. Uh, Platte County looking to bounce back after a loss to Green Valley and uh, gave up a lot of yards in that game to Ty Williams three hundred plus and uh, they're going to face uh, awesome Panky in that offensive Oak Park. Uh, so another challenge for Platte County and Oak Park still taking care of their business. I mean they won big over Truman they're just kind of outmatched them but they definitely this is a another game for Oak Park to kind of see where they're at as they go forward here.
0: Yeah for sure you know Platte County got off to that great start winning winning three games and and. Uh, pretty solid fashion, but, you know, Ty Williams is a special player. And, you know, that Green Valley team is, is super tough. Uh, Oak Park beat them, I think, by .32-31 uh, just a couple weeks ago in one of the probably the best games in the area so far this year. Yeah. And, you know, Platt is going to work have their, their work cut out for them uh, against a very formidable uh, rushing attack. I think Oak Park uh, during that really resurgent season last year, got Platte County twice. Yeah, um, They knocked him off to during the, and that was a big statement game for them. And then got him in that absolute downpour uh, to at the end of the season to, to, you know, keep their, um, to, to keep it going for the Northmen. So if, you know, we're going to, Find out, uh, you know, quite a bit if if Platt County can make some adjustments and and find a way to slow that game, which is no easy task, though, uh, against a very, very talented returning group that Ken Clements has got going there at Oak Park.
1: It should be a good one. Looking forward to all your great stuff on Friday night, Andy. As always, we appreciate it. Thank you very much.